My name is Annie and I'm four. And why is Jesus better than anything else? Because he has powers. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world and the hope of living with him forever so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else and why he wants you to join him. Boys and girls, Alicia Yoder here, and I'm glad to be back with you on another episode of the Jesus is Better podcast. There are going to be a few changes to our next number of episodes, just like there have been changes in my house now that baby Faith has been born, and I get to spend each day with her and my two-and-a-half-year-old Hosanna and five-year-old Isaiah. We're going to take a break from stories in the Old Testament which was hundreds of years before Jesus was born, and look at some stories about what happened when Jesus did come to earth. There are four different books in the New Testament that tell about what happened when Jesus came, but we're going to look mostly at the book of Luke over the next number of episodes. Who do you think might have written down the stories in this book about Jesus? If you guessed that it was Luke, you'd be right on. He was a Gentile, or non-Israelite believer, who was a doctor and traveled with the missionary Paul when the good news about Jesus was starting to be spread all around the world. Luke first put together these stories for a man named Theophilus, but the stories were also put together for other believers who had been taught about Jesus and needed to get to know him more. But Luke didn't start his stories right when Jesus was born. He started a few months earlier with a priest named Zachariah. Zachariah's wife was named Elizabeth, and both of them did what was right in God's sight, obeying God's commands and rules. But they had no children, because Elizabeth couldn't have any and they were both very old. One day, Zachariah's group was on duty at the temple, and he was the one chosen to go inside to burn incense. When it was time for him to go in, everyone who had gathered to worship were praying outside. While Zachariah was inside, an angel of the Lord appeared to him right beside the incense altar. Zachariah was amazed and terrified. But the angel said to him, Don't be afraid, Zachariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will have a child. It will be a boy, and you must call him John. He will be a joy and delight to you. His birth will make many people very glad, and he will be important in the sight of the Lord. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he's born and will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God. And he will prepare the way for the Lord. 
he will have the same spirit and power that the prophet Elijah had. He will bring peace between parents and their children and will teach people who don't obey to be wise and do what is right. In this way, he will prepare a people who are ready for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, How can I be sure of this? I'm an old man, and my wife is old too. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I serve God and have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will have to be silent. You will not be able to speak until after John is born. That's because you didn't believe my words. They will come true at the time God has chosen. During that whole time, the people were waiting for Zechariah to come out of the temple. They wondered why he stayed there so long. When he came out, he couldn't speak to them and could only gesture with his hands. They realized he had seen a vision in the temple. When he went home, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant, and she said, The Lord has done this for me and taken away my shame of not being able to have children. Six months later, God sent the angel Gabriel to a young woman named Mary, who was engaged to a man named Joseph, who was the great, 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 and lots more greats grandson of King David. But Joseph wasn't a king. He was only a carpenter. The angel greeted Mary and said, The Lord has blessed you in a special way. He is with you. Mary was very upset because of his words. She wondered why the angel greeted her this way. But the angel said to her, Don't be afraid, Mary. God is very pleased with you. You will become pregnant and give birth to a son. You must call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High God. The Lord God will make him a king like his father David of long ago. The Son of the Most High God will rule forever over his people. His kingdom will never end. How will this happen? Mary asked the angel. I've never slept with a man. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come to you. The power of the Most High God will cover you. So the Holy One that is born will be called the Son of God. Your relative Elizabeth will have a child, even though she's old. People thought she couldn't have children, but she's been pregnant for six months now. That's because what God says will always come true. I serve the Lord, Mary answered. May it happen to me just as you said it would. Then the angel left her. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to Elizabeth's town in the hill country. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby inside her jumped, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she called out, God has blessed you more than other women, and blessed is the child you will have. But why is God so kind to me? Why is the mother of my Lord come to me? As soon as I heard the sound of your voice, the baby inside me jumped for joy. 
You are a woman God has blessed. You have believed that the Lord would keep his promises to you. Mary said, My soul gives glory to the Lord. My spirit delights in God my Savior. He has paid attention to me, even though I'm not considered important. From now on, all people will call me blessed. The Mighty One has done great things for me. His name is Holy. He shows His mercy to those who have respect for Him, from parent to child down through the years. He has done mighty things with His powerful arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their deepest thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but He has lifted up people who are not considered important. He has filled with good things those who are hungry, but He has sent away empty those who are rich. He has helped the people of Israel who serve Him. He has always remembered to be kind to Abraham and his children down through the years. He has done it just as He promised to our people of long ago. Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months and then went home. The time came for Elizabeth to have her baby, and she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had been very kind to her and shared her joy. They were going to name the baby Zachariah, like his father. But his mother spoke up. No, she said, he must be called John. They said to her, No one among your relatives has that name. Then they motioned to his father. They wanted to find out what he would like to name the child. He asked for something to write on. Then he wrote, His name is John. Everyone was amazed. Right away, Zachariah could speak again, and he started praising God. All his neighbors were filled with fear and wonder, and all throughout Judea's hill country, people were talking about these things. And because the Lord was with John, they asked, What is this child going to be? John's father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit. He prophesied, Give praise to the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and purchased their freedom. He has acted with great power and has saved us. He did it for those who are from the family line of his servant David. He made a promise to our father Abraham. He promised to save us from our enemies. Then we could serve him without fear. He wants us to be holy and godly as long as we live. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High God. You will go ahead of the Lord to prepare the way for Him. You will tell His people how they can be saved. You will tell them that their sins can be forgiven. All of that will happen because our God is tender and caring. His kindness will bring the rising sun to us from heaven. It will shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death. It will guide our feet on the path of peace. The child grew up and his spirit became strong. He lived in the desert until he started preaching in Israel. Have you ever prayed for something or someone a long, long, long time and it seemed like God has forgotten you? or not heard your prayers? That's exactly what the enemy Satan wants you to believe. 
He doesn't want you to believe that God is working everything together for your good because he hates God's kingdom and when God gets glory. So what are we supposed to do when we feel this way? God promises to hear us each time we cry out to him or tell him how we're feeling. We can ask him to give us the faith to believe that he's powerful and loving and will take care of us and never leave us. Zechariah had served God all his life as a priest, yet when God spoke to him through an angel, he wasn't sure God could actually give him the child he'd asked for for so long. His doubts didn't take away God's promise to him, but God did make him silent. Maybe so that he could have lots of time to think about God's promise to him. Because by the time his tongue was loosened so that he could speak again, he started praising God right away. And God's timing for that promise was perfect. Because over the next years, God would prepare John for his ministry of telling people to turn from their sins and that a Savior was coming. At the same time, the Savior Jesus was also growing up and getting ready to tell people about his kingdom, die for our sins, and be raised from the dead. Has God ever surprised you with a task or job you didn't expect? Mary hadn't asked to be pregnant with the Son of God. She was busy preparing for marriage to Joseph. But even though she was afraid when the angel appeared to her, she submitted or obeyed God right away in accepting what he wanted to do through her. She only asked how it would be possible that she'd become pregnant. There were so many questions she didn't have answers to about how everything would work out, but she believed that what God said would always come true. She went to Elizabeth's house to see for herself what the angel had said about Elizabeth's baby, and the baby jumped for joy when Mary spoke. When Elizabeth spoke words of blessing over Mary, Mary gave glory to God for his power in her life and the way he'd taken care of her people from way back from the time of Abraham until now. She got to be a part of the way God was keeping his promise to Israel. So what do you get to be a part of? Now that Jesus has come and sent his Holy Spirit to live in each believer, we get to be a part of the way God is keeping his promises to the whole world. He's promised to draw people from every nation to himself, and we are a part of it as we respond to him in faith and share his love and good news with others, inviting them to follow him too. Zechariah and Elizabeth had wanted a child for so long, but God had even more for them as he answered their prayer. Everyone rejoiced at the miracle of John's birth, but God had also chosen them to be the parents of the one who would point to the Messiah who would come and bring true salvation to Israel and everyone else who believed, shining the light of God's kindness so that people would no longer have to live in darkness and death, but in his holiness and forgiveness. His parents let him live in the desert to get ready for God's job for him. 
God probably won't call you to live in the desert. But now that Jesus has come, we all get to be carriers of the light of his good news. We can use one hand to point them back to what Jesus did on the cross, and the other hand to point ahead to the perfect life he's preparing for us on the new earth when we'll get to be with him forever. Let's pray. King Jesus, thank you for shining your light into our hearts. Would you help us to carry the light of your love and forgiveness to our friends and family? Would you help us to trust you when there are things we want and you don't seem to be giving us the answers we want? We want to receive everything good that you have for us this week. We love you. Amen. Okay, boys and girls, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.